Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com What up, Jables? What up, dog? Where you at? Oh, it's weird. Um, I am in Las Vegas. Oh, how sweet and fun for you. Yeah, the City of Angels. <laughs> city of Angels is what they call it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I, I was at the Stanley Cup Finals last night. What'd you do? Oh, boy. I mean, samesies. I'm pretty much... <laughs> Pretty much the samesies. You know what I mean? I picked up a pizza that wasn't that good. No, uh, where at? Where'd you go? I had pizza last night, actually. It, yours was good, though, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, Black Rifle, our chief sponsor. They are also, uh, obviously, one of the sponsors of the Golden Knights. Um, really hooked it up last night. The VIP package. Uh, the seats to the game, all of it. There was a, a designer pizza. I don't know what the chef's name was. It was one of those one-word guys. Oh, and, right, right. Oh, boy, was that scrumptious. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I enjoyed every last bite of it. Where, where was where's was your where, yours from? Mine was from Antonio's. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, love his, I love his early work. Yeah, you know, it was one of those. And it's I don't I don't ever think pizza is bad. It's one of those things. It's like sex, right? It's never bad. There's no such thing. But, well, but... ask those 68 Bill Cosby women and uh I think if you'll get there's... a different story. Well, for him it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> for him it was great. Yeah, yeah. For no, uh, look. For him, it was uh, amazing. I'm not it, talking exactly about rape. I said 
sex, <laughs> dude. Sure, sure. Yeah, pizza's kind of like rape, you know? Nothing bad. Every <laughs> one person feels great. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm talking about consensual, you know, sex. Sure, sure. And a, uh, p- and a pizza that isn't uh, isn't amazing. But yeah, yeah, is there such a thing? That's the debate. We won't have it now. That'd be boring. No, That'd no be need. Boring. No, 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 no need. No. Where is Antonio's? I've never had it with you. You have. We went. Uh, it's a place that my mom likes because a little bit on the lower lower end of uh, you know what I mean. It's uh, oh. We we went we went there. I yes, I actually enjoyed yes. yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that place. You had a bad experience there. It was just the pizza wasn't uh, it wasn't amazing to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, did that. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, bought some lamps. So again, samesies. You and me. You know. Oh yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. When I was in Chuck E. Cheese, I did. I was sort of like, you know what? This is kind of Vegas, basically. <laughs> it, it really is it's loud there's a lot of things going on yeah a lot of people like, are getting unusually excited about uh dumb trinkets. shit yeah and yeah. like uh um stumbling around mine was because they were children not able to really walk that well yours drunks right yeah yeah but people are stumbling <laughs> they're yelling it's like I get hooked on this game, you know, the one where you put the coin in and then it like if you push it, like you put the coin in in the right spot, it'll like push the other coins over the edge. Big fan of that game. Plunk it or something, plank it or whatever. I get hooked. It's like Plinko. It's like uh, Chuck E. Cheese's version of Plinko. Yes, yes. I get hooked, dude. I am in the zone. I like was treating that like Vegas for sure. So again... You know, we're we're same both, yeah. Yep, same boat. So uh what's <laughs> up, man? What's up? <laughs> oh man, I am enjoying life. Enjoying life. Uh game one was amazing last night, by the way. Looks it fun. was uh six four. They it, it went all the way down to the wire, a lot of lead changes. Uh the highest what I heard was it was the highest scoring game in uh, Stanley Cup Finals history. So I really got to to sink my teeth in and enjoy that. Holy Usually shit. hockey hockey games are like you know one zero two one that type of shit. No no no. This was this was six four, and uh, and then the pageantry behind it was absolutely <laughs> spectacular. And and I I really want to spotlight what went down because I've never been in a sporting event that was also. A medieval times restaurant. Is that what it's like? Uh, oh, a hundred percent. And like, uh, so I took uh, Derek Wyda, friend of the show, one of uh, one of our beef fries. He's been on the show a few times. And when we were there, you know, doing the whole uh, behind the scenes VIP experience, he looks at me about a half hour before, and he goes, "Hey, man, we we should go in and and uh, and go to the seats. You're not going to want to miss the opening." And I I thought he was joking. And I was like, uh, I, th- I think we're good for <laughs> yeah. for another t- 10 beers. And he goes, no, man, if you haven't been to a Vegas Golden Knights game, I don't really think you understand what they do. And I was like, all right. Uh, and this is coming from Derek, who's literally not impressed by anyone. Um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. 
He cut his own leg off because it was a problem. Uh, so this this guy is really uh, d- dead serious. This guy's really not impressed by anything. So the fact that he said, "Hey man, come down and enjoy this uh, opening with me," and I was like, "Oh fuck, this this must be something spectacular." And let me tell you, Jabe's, it was. Oh um, yes. Yes. Never, never seen anything like this. They had a whole uh, CGI thing choreographed with the ice. So the the announcer uh, came out, and it was Michael Buffer. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, no. let's get ready to rumble. I mean... The place went bug fuck. Uh, they have CGI on the ice so that when he walked out, it looked like a line of fire was cutting through the ice. The ice all cracked open, and then, boom, out pops Michael Buffer, and you're like, holy shit. It was so loud in there, I, I can only compare it to pro- probably the, the, like the Super Bowl or like a, a championship boxing match as far as how loud it was. And I mean, you couldn't hear the person next to you yourself think, but I mean, y- you were going buck fucking. You get you got caught up into it. So after Michael Buffer says, "Let's get ready to rumble," uh, two knights come down from the ceiling on on wires with the a red horses. Yeah, uh, <laughs> n- no, close, <laughs> close. And that was a little. Um, that was a little. What about the guy, huh? Oh, yeah. they strapped up horses and just, yeah, nobody complained <laughs> about it, I'm sure. Go ahead. So it, it was two knights who were lifted down from the ceiling on wires. And you're like, sure. what the fuck is going on? Again, 15 minutes in, game is nowhere close to being started at this point. And I'm looking at Derek and I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, you're not lying. And he goes, oh, dude. It gets better. And I was like, all right. So the Knights drop down to the ice. Uh, they're mic'd up. They have full dialogue in, like, Knights Brogue, you know, where it's like, you can't cometh into my castle and think you're going to beat me. <laughs> um, no. Dead serious. And then the other knight was like, uh, you know, the other, the bad guy knight was like, oh, I'll show you. They had a full, on ice, Full choreographed sword fight um, where the Vegas Golden Knight stabs the guy at the end. He falls to the ice. They put on CGI fake blood um, that covers the ice. Uh, They drag him off. The place goes ballistic because our knight won, obviously. Sure. And then and then finally, the uh, the team comes out with a marching band. Oh, boy. Yeah, a marching band. I've never seen a marching band. Besides college sports, there is no marching band in professional sports. And you might say to yourself, well, that sounds kind of lame. It wasn't because the marching band was all wearing Daft Punk helmets that lit up. Boy. Yeah. And they're so they're, but the lights on their helmets are choreographed to what they were playing on their instruments. And I was just, I, I mean, I am gobsmacked at this point i'm like sure holy shit the sauce the fucking sauce that the vegas knights were putting on that night was was insane and if you're the visiting team watching all of this listening to this crowd for this half hour experience the game itself seemed pretty unimportant at that point 
Because, you know, your night is already won. There's blood on the ice. Like, this oh, is yeah. the greatest thing you've already seen. And you're like, how can a hockey game top this? Uh, the way they had it set up was like a, a Hollywood production, like a movie. So during the, the timeouts and the uh, the shit, I mean, there was uh, CGI stuff on the ice, uh, much like you would see at a mall where like kids step on things and like oh, water yeah, yeah, appears yeah. and then disappears. Sure. That's going on in the ice. Um, they've got cheerleaders that are all over the stadium. And then they come up. They each take a turn coming up into your row uh, chanting. And then the, the the marching band never took off their, their Daft Punk helmets the entire time. And they're playing um, hard cuts of like editing and music and DJs. There was a fucking DJ in there last night. Jesus. Like at a well, club. Yeah. They, they had a full DJ. And, you know, not only was the game exciting because it was high scoring and you, you didn't know who was going to win down to the last minute. But with all of the shit going on, you felt like you were at a Vegas show, like some form of Cirque du Soleil or something. I, it, it perfectly matched up with the city, um, the whole vibe of the city and, and what what this whole place is about. You felt like you were at a, a Vegas show on top of seeing this hockey game. And it was one of the most surreal experiences I've ever witnessed as far as a sporting event goes because uh, I, I don't know anybody else who's doing that. And according to Derek, they do this every game. So no fucking wonder they're winning all the goddamn time. You're hyped as shit by the time the game starts. Right. And hockey's one of those things that it's like kind of hype anyways. You know, it's like fast moving fights. Like I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy watching hockey and especially live. Yes. So I, I, I enjoy really like, I enjoy the shit out of it, watching it live. However, on TV, I, I, I can't get into it that much because it's, they don't have the angles and the oh that was the other thing they had the the it, it seemed like they had the sticks and the puck and the ice mic'd up so when people got hit it sounded like an action movie like all throughout the stadium or through it, through the entire game so w- when you're hearing the puck get hit or or the players get hit it's uh it is really mic'd up loud so like you feel like you're you're watching and listening to a video game where you're just like holy shit you don't want to get I like yeah you don't want to get up and get beers you don't want to you know do anything because you're like dude I, I'm living in this virtual reality game that's is incredible and I've never seen any other other team do it yeah it was my it was my first time in that stadium the stadium is is not only gorgeous but it is super fan friendly where there is not if you're in the last row of that stadium there's not a bad seat in that house. Um, because the way they built it was they built it up instead of out. So you feel like you're on top of the players and, and and they're in some like, uh, like gladiator dome, you know, like where you're on top of them and, uh, the way they built and designed that stadium, like props to them. I I've never had a, a better sporting experience than, uh, the, the production and the, and the, the, the seating and all that shit all in one, like, Congratulations, Vegas Knights! You guys did it, man. That was it was awesome. So, yeah, and I uh, I would have loved it because what? All you gotta you gotta give me a seat. Yeah, give, give me a beer. Yeah, and I'm I'm good. Add people like fighting and stuff in front of me. Poof, I'm done. Yeah, you're no, you're you're good to go. You would have uh, you would have had a good time last night for sure. Yeah, but look, 
I, I've been to Antonio's in that strip mall, and it's pretty. Look, it's same. pretty close to the same. Yeah, yeah, it gets real loud in there if there's you know a couple people. The acoustics are same. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um, I felt like yeah, I'm I'm not missing out. <laughs> you know. anyways but yeah you said you you said you uh didn't want to get up to get a beer you found a way though huh yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. (laughs) they're going uh they're going twosies at a time there in in tall boy they're giving you tall boy cans there super vegas style where it's just like yeah they're like, hey, because uh, I walked up, I had uh, maybe half a beer left, and I went to get two beers, one for me and one for Derek. And he's like, I'm sorry, sir, you're you're drinking a beer. I can't give you these two until that that other one's finished. So would you mind chugging it in front of me? And I was like, oh, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Where are my manners? Where are my manners at? Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it was uh, it was super enjoyable, and uh, I really want to give a shout out. This is going to be a nice segue into sponsors, but uh, I want to want to give a shout out to, to Black Rifle Coffee for uh, for hooking that all up, and uh, they are our first sponsor, um, and they're everywhere. By the way, um, got to got a chance to to hang out with uh, the CEO Evan Hafer last night. Uh, he was boy, you want to talk about jet lag? He was at the Indy Five Hundred. The day before in the pit, mm. and then he t- he took a flight in and and made it probably about an hour before the game uh, to the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh shit! Yeah, Black Rifles everywhere because they're a sponsor of the the Golden Knights. Um, uh, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people sent in pictures of, of them for their NASCAR over the weekend, and uh, yes. They are everywhere. They're doing uh, a bunch of uh, cool new shit uh, coming out with the UFC, and their coffee is second to none. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for their their coffee club of the month. Use the one-time promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. It's 100% veteran-owned. These guys make the the best-tasting coffee on the planet. Uh, Makes Starbucks look like a real (laughs) shithole. And uh, just, you know. Get a get a subscription. You, you won't regret it. Arrives at your house uh, same day uh, of the month, every single month, and uh, they're they're a premium roast to order coffee made freshly in house, bagged up and shit shipped out to you, and uh, or shit out to you, either one. And, uh, <laughs> oh boy! And they got some K cups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got some K cups, Jabes. Sure. Uh, next next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> Boom, 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 shabloinkers. Yeah, bloinkers. Uh, Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. Uh, big fan of Strikeforce Energy. They got four amazing flavors. Original, lemon, make America grape again, and orange. Orange. Um, orange. Yeah. Goes great with vodka. Uh, put, a, put a little bit in my vodka last night. I was a little jet lagged yesterday. Uh, Strikeforce really got me going, though. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, or a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your cal- your your countertop or bar top. You can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's good every time. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up, we got StraightRazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. 
You like it? Oh, God. <laughs> I wonder how away? long. Did you take your headphones off? My Yeah, my Beats by Dr. Dre. Yeah, I took I them off. Yeah, I had to take them off. I had to take them off. And uh, also, the audience at home, I, that, that gap is getting longer and longer. And I, I, <laughs> people are just wait, waiting for you to say, you like it? You like it? So you know what? I, I want them to be like, oh, did it stop? Because I always do that when there's there's like supposed to be no pauses in podcasts, like longer than a certain amount. Right. So right. every time there is, I want people to be like, oh, did it stop? Like, is it not playing in my thing anymore? And like, turn it up. That's oh. that's my <laughs> that's my goal. And then I just hit them with the you like it. Yeah, you, know? you just you just blast it right out to I their dong. Slap that boner right down. <laughs> uh, straightrazors.com is, is uh, the nicest shaving kit you will ever have. Uh, grab one for Father's Day. Uh, maybe you haven't talked to your dad in a while. Maybe you have an illegitimate father. Get him a gift. Maybe he'll love you again. Um, I'm not saying this this kit will do it, but I'm saying it will do it. So, I, yes, I am saying it will do it all the way around. Uh, go to go to straightrazors.com. They got straight razors. They've got uh, shampoos, conditioners, you name it. They got it for your face. Uh, beard beard oils, mustache waxes. Um, that's real nice. Uh, what else do they got over there? Uh, they got they got uh, they got pretty uh, much everything that you need to to groom as a man. Yeah, like they a got, they real some, man, you know, that like takes a, care a real of man. all your stuff. Or, or a real Deb. Go to straightrazors.com. Um, try it out. Try their aftershave smolder. You won't regret it. It's my favorite. I use it every fucking day. Yeah, it uh, would work for Deb. Deb uses uh, an extra strength man's cologne because nothing else will do. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Go nothing to else gets rid. Dot com. Yeah, use use Deb's Smolder Cologne and tell me what you think. I uh, might actually also send one uh, a kit to Anthony Bourdain on Father's Day because uh, you were talking about if there's some kind of illegitimate illegitimate dad out there that you want. Right. So I'm gonna try it. I'm just gonna be like, and I you, feel you, like you, you're my dad. I don't know. You you, you, yeah. <laughs> you feel that he's your guy. I think he's my real dad. I don't know though. Like I can't we'll I can't out. trace it back, but like I feel that he's my real father. So I'll just get send it kit. to him. Yeah. Yeah, get him a kit. Uh see what he says. <laughs> see what he see what he says about it. I will. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. That's a huge savings there. So uh be amped about it. Um, be real, real amped about this uh, because it's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, last but not least, we got the Caillou app. It's K-A-Y-U. Um, this is a new social media app Look, with Facebook uh, going down in flames. They're putting out, I like how Facebook's putting out commercials now saying, I'm sorry, like these I'm sorry commercials. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for stealing all your data for fucking 12 years. Mm. Uh, forgive us. Yeah. And come back, to, come back to your feed. You know, you could do Facebook. You could fucking put Instagram back in chronological order. Put the timeline back in chronological Put the timeline back in chronological <laughs> order for Facebook and, uh, and do that, Zuck, you fucking dork. Um, in the meantime, try out other social media apps like Caillou. It's free. Go to your iPhone or Android. 
Use that shit. Tell me what you think about it. Combines travel, lodging, partying, sexual hookups, all of it. You name it. And the humans are rated so you know they're they're trustworthy. Boom. Um, Check out the Caillou apps free. No strings attached. Do it to it. Uh, let me know what you think. Big show today, Jabes. Uh, we got a oof, we got a weird story that just popped up. Okay. Real weird story. Uh, Roseanne is canceled. What? That is done. That is over with. Yes. Um, this morning she tweeted uh, about uh, former Obama aide Valerie Jarrett. And said that she is the child of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Um, so that was too far, huh? You think? <laughs> you think? Jesus Christ. No, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I, I, you know. Yes. Yes, that is that is way too far. In a tweet? Um, you can't tweet, in a tweet stuff like that? No, you can't. You definitely okay. can't do okay. that. Okay. Okay. Um, definitely can't do that because it's look. There's a lot of racial undertones to uh, uh, apes, let alone the Muslim Brotherhood. So, yeah. uh, she pretty much just set fire to the rain in in one super racist tweet and just eviscerated uh, an entire. I, well, look, it's the it's the biggest. She she just nuked the biggest television show. On TV, uh, the ratings were averaging about 18 million, which again, we talked about this, you know, a couple months back when this first started airing, uh, network television hasn't seen numbers like this since friends was on the air. Um, yeah. it's been about, it's been about, you know, 18 years since you've had ratings this high and, uh, they had re-upped for next year. It, it's, it, it is the biggest sitcom on television by uh, almost quadruple any other program, um, actually it's probably about two to three times what, uh, the big bang theory is, which is second. And they had re-upped for millions of dollars, the cast, the, uh, writers, oh, all of it. and like, let alone, yeah. let alone the hundred crew members that work on that job. You know, that was 22 episodes. Like you think you've job security for essentially an entire year you're going to be making a lot of money everyone is happy the network's happy it's a win-win all the way around one fucking tweet this morning just blew that out of the water gosh i think about Um, those beckys too you know i know gosh they were back on tv weren't they yeah and uh i mean look fuck all of them i know goodman i think about goodman i'm like uh, and you know, it must have taken, I always think about this with that show too, like it must have taken a lot of coercing to get a couple of those people to come back. Um, just because, you know, like Gilbert was like on, you know, she's on the talk or whatever and she's pretty liberal and Sarah you know, Gilbert. Yeah. 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 So like, it, I'm, I'm sure there had to be a lot of talks about like what they're trying to do and that it's not really this it's, we're going to have all different points of view and like, you know what I mean? Not only money. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure money was part of it, but don't you feel like they definitely had to get talked into going down that road with her in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's one of those things where, Look, Sarah Gilbert is extremely political. 
um, not only in her social media, but on her show, The View. Um, the Roseanne talk. is, ex- yes, or The Talk, I'm sorry. Um, f- same goddamn thing. It's, it's, it's for women in their 40s just fucking, you know, talking about nonsense. <laughs> All right, um, then. All right, then. Um, but uh, look, she's extremely, Sarah Gilbert is extremely political, uh, to the left, uh, not only on her show, but on her social media, uh, Roseanne is extremely political on the right, um, on her social media, but this, look, this took it too far. Um, I, I find, uh, the statement that was released by Sarah Gilbert to be extremely thoughtful. She said, this is incredibly sad and difficult for all of us as we've created a show that we believe in, are proud of, and that audiences love, one that is separate and apart from the opinions and words of one cast member. Quotes, unquote. And, uh, if it know, was just a cast member, that would be different. But well, it's not. You could, you, could, you could fire a cast member. <laughs> you could member. fire a cast member. It could be like, I- they're gone. Um, yeah. However, when the show is called, like, even if it was, let's say that it was John Goodman, they would just re-kill him on the show again. Oh yeah. Um, and they'd make because it the funny ratings are and, so yeah. good. Yeah. So in order to cancel it, you pretty much have to have the death blow of some type of tweet or or, or statement, and that that for sure was the death blow to it. Um, but how did I, she not know that? You know what I mean? Or did she? You know, I, I, I just feel like that's a crazy. That's crazy. I I personally think the cast all knows. Um, but no, I'm it, saying, how know. did Roseanne not know that that would end it, or did she get so comfortable, or does she just feel like? Do you know what I mean? I always wondered that. Like she, you know, probably looked at the numbers, um, and you know, you start to believe your own hype. You're the biggest TV yeah. show in the world, and then you're like, I, I have people, everybody loves me. I can get away with whatever I want." No, you can't. I mean, you basically can as Roseanne. Everything except for racism is off the table. Like um, blatant racism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, to to me, there is only one thing on this earth that can nuke a TV show that big, and it's that. Um, you know, yeah. you 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 go to uh, uh, most recently with 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 our buddy um, on Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon is about the name and the brand. Uh, if you have a problem with a cast member, you can fire that cast member and try to put, replace them. Good luck with it um, because the brand is Lethal Weapon. However, when your brand is Roseanne and that's mm-hmm. the name of your show mm-hmm. and your lead actor, Roseanne, tweets out something like that, there is no recovering from it. So right. there's nothing you can do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel bad for all of those people who are, fuck man, seemingly out of a job. So, so shitty. Yeah. I mean, they can move on. She, you know, she'll have her almonds or whatever, her almond and olive groves, but like, yeah, I, I don't see how she comes back from this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think she is done now forever. Whereas, yeah. you know, I would have said this. Uh, I would have said this when her show first ended, um, because look, she she had some shit back in the day that that political stunt with the uh, the national anthem. Yeah, um, but I mean, that's her like brand of comedy. 
So that's it is, not like. But but you know it, it's uh, that took a toll. Uh, back in the day as well, people weren't stoked about that. Um, yes, that is her brand of comedy. However, y- y- comic comedically, racism is a hard one to get over. Where you're just like, all right, oh cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm not comparing the like botching on purpose the national anthem to this tweet. And I think it was also people were like, kind of seems like she is, but she's not outwardly saying it. So we're just kind of gonna let it go. Until it comes out, and it always will, right? You can hide yeah. it. You can hide it like all you want, and t- but it it will always come out. The grandpa, racist grandpa at Thanksgiving, like it always slips. You know what I mean? When they start, yeah. they have it. They have a drink <laughs> or something, and they get comfortable, and you're like, oh shit, that's right. I forgot. Grandpa's super racist. Right, um, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, which is exactly my situation. But yeah, yeah. So it'll always come out. And I think people are just really hoping that she wasn't. But that's just fucking crazy. I, I feel bad for everyone that like, again, got on board despite what they thought. Like, despite like, okay, like, is this a good idea? Like, all right, let's let's do it. Let's put our name on it. Let's Let's, you know, be attached to it. And then to have this yeah. happen, to have this happen, it's just like, fuck, dude. The other thing about it that's sad to me is now everyone is going to look at this on the left and say, we were right. All of the right is racist. Exactly. Uh, you put one conservative show on the air yep. and boom, their racism shows immediately. So like, mm. uh, you know, we're we're in our, I don't know, two of this story right now. Okay. Good good luck with the rest of the, the week and the articles that are going to follow about this. And there's and no how... coming back, right? Like it's definitely canceled. It's definitely done. It's Oh, definitely... I, I mean, ABC yanked it within, uh, fuck a half hour of that tweet, like goodbye. Um, wow. The first one who read it was Wanda Sykes, who was working on the show, um, and she said, uh, "I quit." So she Ooh. she had walked in and, and quit after reading the tweet. Gotcha. ABC followed up pretty quickly and said, "We're out of here. Good luck and good nights." Um, uh, there is some people rallying online to try to get it moved to Fox uh, to pair it up with Last Man Standing. Um, but I would have a hard time believing that a network would pick up uh, her show after these comments. Uh, however, it is the biggest show on television, so you never know. That's she what I'm say saying. S- like ABC, like they didn't even think for a second, huh? About yeah. how much. I mean, that's that's huge. It's um. Oh boy, I, I can imagine that executive just sitting there, just like fuck. How could we possibly bashing his head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, into a fucking door um and all o- over of that. this all of this with you know with starbucks closing for that for that day <laughs> it's just yeah. so crazy that this is still going on because i really thought that that day closure of starbucks would really just solve everything <laughs> no you want to tell the audience about that by the way <laughs> that that i drove by the starbucks here in north carolina and it was yeah. fucking pumping, going. <laughs> <laughs> so, f- for for the for those of you at home, uh, if you went to Starbucks today, <laughs> you might have noticed they were close. 
Um, in certain areas, they Some. said they closed. Yeah, yeah. They closed eight thousand stores in the United States for uh, racial training, is what they're calling it. Um, and, and what it is 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 they're uh, having courses for all their employees on uh, how to treat racism in today's society and and not treating your guest of your store. <laughs> like like you're you're racist right um, it's the bi- it's a bias right so yeah 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 don't, yeah. It, don't think that a if a i just don't even know what they're saying in these fucking classes can you imagine no th- hey and thanks starbucks um i can, <laughs> i'm yeah. sure that's gonna that's gonna help a lot I, ending uh. <laughs> it it's, it's gonna be ended i i feel like it is because what time is it now by tomorrow morning done never again We'll never, no. we'll never have to uh, deal with it again. So that's uh, that's great. <laughs> I uh, after you because we were calling. Um, you know, we're obviously in different cities today. You were you called earlier and said that uh, your Starbucks is open. I'm in uh, Las Vegas, and, and my Starbucks was open. I went downstairs and got it. Uh, right. So right, right. I, I think they just picked cherry picked cities where they think racism is going on and uh well i think they picked what i said was they picked they cherry picked areas where they're quite liberal and they will feel um that a day class could actually change (laughs) anything and they'll feel really good about it like they did something here in north carolina i think we know that that's not going to do shit so yeah so it's not closed do you know what i mean like no we're not doing the fucking class because that's not what it's about but it you know in certain areas like that makes them feel really good that that they're doing something like that and um it's not for you know it's not for the actual issue it's for starbucks to save face so it's really it's it's nothing it's a nothing It it is a big fat nothing burger is what it is right and I, and the fact is is like I I had this conversation last night I I hate Starbucks I don't like their coffee I drink it because it's it's accessible like it's in the lobby when of my you have hotel to. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's in the, it's in the lobby of my hotel and like you know I travel a lot for work and it is what it is I I fucking drink it I I like their other accoutrements that they have there. I like the, you know, the, those refreshers. Sure. Those make me ping, ping all day. And I like their food a lot. There's their sandwiches. I know. Um, but their coffee, I mean, shit, it was $8 this morning for a goddamn coffee downstairs. And wasn't great. Like, it's not no. amazing. You feel no. like it is because it's so, like, uh, you know, conveyor belt, like, very, you know, it feels yeah, like Yeah, I it's never... The- I never have a good like. Oh man, that's a great oh. tasting coffee. What is I've, that? I've a blonde? With, what is that? A blonde? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have it with uh, with Black Rifle, where I'm like, man, I, I enjoy the taste of this, but I, I yes. just don't enjoy the taste of Starbucks. But I'm a I'm a churn it and let's let's get on with the fucking day type sure. of guy. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I also want to update the audience on the uh, the Chrissy Teigen incident um, that's been going on on Twitter, please, which is which is awesome. Um, uh, we had gone back and forth and I just said, look, I, I know you have a ghostwriter for these fucking books and, uh, it's, it's bullshit. All these celebrities who write books and they get New York times bestseller lists where they're like, I'm a New York times bestselling author. No, you're fucking not. No, you're you, not. you all have ghostwriters or whatever. 
And she, she wrote me back last night and said, that's cute that you think writing is so hard that it, it can't be true that I wrote my own book. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cute. Writing is brutally hard. Brutally hard. Is she saying and she did? Yeah. She's saying she did. She's saying she wrote it. Well, maybe the cookbook, right? But if she has any kind of like long form, <laughs> if she has any kind of long form out there, there's no fucking way, dude. Man, I so this is probably for the audience. This is the 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 most common question we get in in a Ross Patterson Revolution Facebook page or Instagram is, "Hey, man, I I, I want to write a book. Uh, I, like, I get that." or scripts. I get that more than any other question that I get in my life. Um, and, and they, they say to me the same thing. Everybody says the same thing. They're like, man, this is really, really fucking difficult. I had no idea. And I was like, yeah. I, yeah. I, and they were like, how do you do it all the time? And I was like, it is such a mind fuck of patience and time and, um, and, and making a page count every day that like, uh, I don't, I don't enjoy the process of writing. I enjoy the end result of it, but uh, doing it every single day is, is I mean, you really got to have uh, like a, a strong discipline and also be good at writing um, because you can't make a shitty writer great uh, and you can't make a, a good writer who doesn't spend the time or put the discipline into it, um, you know, uh, a published author. Like it's just, it's, it's not going to happen. It's, super super fucking hard and like look i I know chrissy teigen's got two kids um good luck being a mom and trying to write a book with kids too like that's fucking crazy that's that's crazy you're rich though you can it's almost like you don't even have them yeah but i like the best example is uh you know uh, tina fey um she wrote one of my favorite books uh boss lady and uh it's a great book i think she sold over fuck i think 10 million copies um and that's real like she was on the new york times bestseller list for like a year and a half um it's a great book when you read it you know that tina fey herself wrote it wrote there was it, no yeah. other ghostwriter or whatever and uh she did an interview on fallon she also did one on that new letterman show on netflix where she said she was like man i've got kids and I would literally just try to squeeze in time in my laundry room at, in my house, shut the door and write for like two to four hours a day in my laundry room and, and just try to get this done. You know, um, I knew everybody was waiting for this book. And and that's like that's the most honest, real like thing I've ever heard from somebody writing because it's true. Like it, it, you need to spend at least four hours writing a book every single day. Uh, to get it done in a timely fashion and get it out to the people. And um, it, there's just no fucking way, Chrissy Teigen. Like, no, and no. there's certain rules that, like, you know, you've been writing, um, whether it be sketches, you know, screenplays, whatever, for a long time. And kind of you, there's rules to everything that you have to know. And it's like everything. Yes. Like, you can't, it's it's anything. You can't just, like, start writing your ideas down i guess you could but the editor's gonna have a fucking you know nightmare of a time um so there's all of that kind of stuff that plays into it too that like you literally can't as a model just sit down and write a book like i'm (laughs) sorry even if you do even if you do like bacon 
I still don't fucking <laughs> I don't I don't trust it. You know what I mean? Uh but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um I it, did it, it's yeah. You you did what? I said I did watch The Bachelor last night. I forgot to tell you, but yeah. Oh boy, of course, of, of course she did. <laughs> was, was there a new one that started? Yeah, so it's that girl that got dumped by Ari. Oh, I'll just go into good. it a little bit. So you know the girl that he he had that big speech. God, he wouldn't leave. Oh the, yeah, wouldn't leave the house. God. Yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah, leave yeah. the house. So that girl is now the new bachelorette. Let's good do, for her. Let's do the damn thing. Oh yeah, bless. Boring. She's so boring. But oh, uh, she is. There's a lot of gems in there, guy wise. Ugh. Uh, c- comedically or like like oh, real catches. Just, um, no, I've got two front runners. We can talk about it uh, another time, I guess. But I've got two front runners, and then the rest, you know, it's just somebody did like a one of the interviews, like as Chris Farley, like a Chris Farley in per. In- Impersonation. I just very uncomfortable for me. Um, <laughs> someone came in in a hearse. Anyways, it's all just a big fucking piece of shit at this point. But um, that just kind of added to the same Z's as far as like what we're both going through. You in Vegas, and then me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- identical twins, um, sure, essentially. Sure, sure, essentially, sure. sure. Um, uh, another couple updates we want to give. We were talking about that Serena Williams doc. Oh yes. Yep. She, uh, came back. back. She's, she's in her first Graham slam match. Uh, she just won that about an hour ago. Of course she did. Did they test her at all or no? (laughs) Sure. She did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She, she won in straight sets and it was a, it was a blowout and (laughs) it's, it's like she never left. Such a fucking she wore joke, a, you guys. She wore she wore a one piece <laughs> unitard, by the way, which I have never seen a tennis player wear. Huh. And everybody's talking about that. Yeah, if you give that a quick Google search, not you obviously, but but our audience members. Well, I saw it already, um, but yes, yeah. Oh, you did. Good for you. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she won. Uh, the other two updates. Um, again, I, fuck. I, I I hate to say Rostradamus over and over again because I'm always right, but uh-huh. um. Talking about great losing great actors to Marvel movies, uh, I told you, yeah, I told you we lost uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, uh, he's going to be the bad guy in Spider Man. Got another one down today, another Blackhawk down today. Uh, uh, we got one of, one of my faves, man, Jamie Fox. Love Jamie Fox. Uh, oh. I, think, I think he's, I think he's great. I think he's super talented, and uh, I enjoy his shit. Um, they're they're actually remaking Spawn with uh with him as spawn um for those of you who don't know um maybe about 10 episodes ago i had michael j jai white on who was black dynamite he was the original spawn um not only is he still alive and looks identical to when he played the first spawn exactly um, he is not playing spawn and it's going to be jamie fox so it appears as if everybody's just giving up and going to do superhero movies and that, that I is will it. say Jamie Foxx is awesome, but he is about that life. Like he does he does want money and party. Like oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, look, I don't know. I, Jamie Foxx um 
you know, I've hung out with him a few times. He, like, he was at my shithole apartment in L.A. He was like the first celebrity that came to my house. Um, and he's an awesome dude. Uh, really can't say enough nice things about Jamie Foxx. He's hilarious and just a down-to-earth dude and rad. Um, it, but he's very aware of his brand and, and how to make money and how to stay in the spotlight. And nowadays, you, you have to do that by playing a superhero. So, yeah, um, yeah, it is not out of character for him. However, I I am personally sad because I like Jamie Foxx and I I like his movies and and I like his shit. I I just, you know, I'd like to see him in a comedy rather than a a Spawn remake. I just that sucks, man. It's just a waste of talent, waste of talent to me where uh, that is truly a guy who can do almost everything jesus he plays piano he's a great singer i know he's, fuck, he's like a producer he's, yeah he's a producer he's hilarious he's got a, a great show called the foxhole and sirius xm um he's a great radio host he uh uh is a great dramatic actor he's got an oscar ray was one of my all-time favorite movies um i shit. heard he throws a great party at his house throws the best parties the at his best house. parties i mean i don't he's think you've... Rat, he's rat across the board yeah um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his, uh, by the way, I was, when I was walking the streets of Vegas last night, I, I saw that, uh, Ricky Martin was down to one week, one, one week left, James, one week left until wait, he's there already at, at, at his residency. Okay. Okay. Only has one week left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now he's so. not the one that sings by Lamos. <laughs> right i'm no. getting him mixed up with the mole guy right I, I i don't know who you're getting him mixed up with james with with um. enrique right <laughs> is that enrique iglesias Bailamos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does ricky have what's one of ricky's songs can you Boy, Can I, you just shake, give your, me a, shake your bonbon, oh, maybe? Oh, shake your bonbon, yeah. shake your bon- yeah, yeah. That's it. But I, I laughed because like they said it was like the, all the performances were sold out. And I was like, shit, Ricky's still got a fan base, apparently. He's never you, not had one. You know who's still here, by the way, which I saw last night when I was walking the streets, was uh, Donnie and Marie Osmond. Oof. The the brother and sister it's, who can't stop fucking each other. Yeah, it's the only place where that's legal, I feel. That's why they got to keep, keep keep going there because uh, anywhere else they'd get uh, in trouble for what they're doing to each other nightly. I've, I, <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been coming to Vegas for about 20 years. Um, sure, not to brag. Not to brag. Not to, not to brag, but I... I have never not seen them on the marquee outside of of uh, that hotel across from the Bellagio. Tropicana, <laughs> right? Or it yeah, was yeah. Tropicana. Yeah. I don't even it know was if that's tri- I there think it, anymore. I think it is. Uh, yeah, I think they just or redid Flamingo. it. Flamingo. Flamingo. Yeah. Yeah, Flamingo. I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Him, them and George Wallace, right? They won't ever leave. Oh, boy. Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah. Carrot, yeah. Carrot Top was at the game last night, by the way. Shut up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh fuck! I forgot to tell you, Lil John, okay. Lil John, sure played played a, a free concert directly outside the stadium, and uh, I was inside for the you know I was inside for the VIP soiree. I got to miss his whole shit, or so I thought. 
Um, <laughs> the reason why I say so I thought was after Michael Buffer, this is one thing I left out, after Michael Buffer did, let's get ready to rumble. He goes, and now, Lil John. <laughs> oh, no. That's a hard one to yell out, huh? Yeah, yeah. Lil so the- John, yeah. The the jumbotron inside of uh, uh, the the arena turns on, and the live concert is going on outside of the stadium. And you want to guess what got cranked up to a million decibels live on stage? Time down for what? Oh people, no, that's people your jam, were dude. Tearing each other's clothes off. Yeah, so I got to see. Turn down for what? Live inside the arena from Lowell John. And oh. uh, if Derek was wearing his leg, you would have. I mean, you would have ripped, ripped it off, thrown it onto the ice. It on the ice. I mean, yeah. you would have just. Yeah. Man. I almost I almost thought about throwing Derek's crutches just right out there. The, you go. Right out the there arena. There you go. You want to party? Hey. You want to party, Derek? Yeah. This is yeah. how you do it. Yeah, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. And just say, hey, you're walking home, bud. No crutches. Turn down for what? Just got got a live version of turn down for what? Biggest asshole of all time. Hey, man, you want to go to the game? (laughs) And then that song comes on and you just lose everything. I will say this. If you want to see 20,000 white people go ballistic Put on turn down for what inside of an arena and good luck. Good luck. (laughs) No, I don't actually. I don't. But yeah, I hear you. It it was chaos in there. And I I was equally excited and comedically ejaculating inside. Because like I was laughing so fucking hard during the Uh. entire performance that i was like i looked at derek and i and and again it was so loud in there i just screamed out as loud as i can is this real life for you it is (laughs) yeah yeah little john oh so good it's just so good (laughs) so uh yeah but uh, now it's time we get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Uh, the revolutionary figure of the day is Jonathan Smith from Atlanta, Georgia. You know who that is, Japes? No. Oh, you don't know who Jonathan Smith is? <laughs> the Jonathan Smith? S- sorry. It's very... It's, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Lil John. Jabe's Lil John. <laughs> That's his name. That's his real name. Boy, Jonathan I, Smith. I old said, yeah. Old Johnny Smith. <laughs> I would have said that was a white guy. Uh, I thought yeah, we were, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I oddly enough, I, I would have too. I, I really would have too. Turns out it is not a white guy. Um and uh to make matters even weirder. Because uh, I was like, how the fuck did Lil John get invited to do game one of the Stanley Cup finals? Weird choice. Sure. Uh, turns out he, he's a diehard hockey fan. He was a diehard Atlanta a Thrashers fan. And uh, they moved to, to Canada, so he had no team to root for. However, still loved hockey more than life itself and uh, was, was honored to do game one of the Stanley Cup finals. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is real awesome. It is real um, awesome. This this was a fun show, James. I want to get 
every white person hyped up who's listening to this show um, uh, on, on whatever commute they have right now. And if you could put on Turn Down for What at the end of this, that would be splendid. Oh, boy. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Uh-huh. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Now it's time for a little Turn Down for What. Good night. Turn Down for What. Five and loud, another round of shots. Five and loud, another round of shots.